I don't know if Andy is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Welcome, Andy. <laughs> Welcome to your executive committee member for the Musicians Union, Andy Hopgood. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Arlie and Josh Show. We're going to it's be talking uh, um, lots of music industry news and opinions, and also we're going to be playing some music by uh, Caswell. Uh, we're going to be t- playing some music by Sunscream and what my glass, my telling glass truths. on telling truths exactly. So yeah, was plus the gig list as well to know what's going on. Oh yeah, so, um, I, I, I love you, Harley. But how oh, you thank doing, you very much. Harpy? I'm all right, thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, not too bad. Um, we have talked about Andy many, many times. We on have the podcast yes. before, um, but uh, you know, you are a musician extraordinaire, band leader extraordinaire, music teacher extraordinaire. Fighter for musicians' <laughs> union rights. Um, it's like I've paid you. <laughs> no, you. You do for the gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You have. Yeah. So this, this comes with the contract as well. So yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, we could we could talk about you all day, but uh, it'd be better if we hear from your words. I believe. Want me to just go? Tell us it? your story. What are you about? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you Who what, are you? What I do? Well, I'm. I've been a member of the musicians' union since about sixteen. Wow. Um, it's about and, five years. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, of course. And um, I've been on the executive committee for eight years which is an elected position which all the members um in this area of eight four so i've been re-elected like a few times thanks very much (laughs) and um yeah so we run the union essentially so we have like the people obviously that work for the union but the executive committee has to agree everything that goes through the Sounds like you've got a good racket going on. It's good. He's <laughs> 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 like, oh. hey, yeah, give us your money for your gigs. You all get it. <laughs> but just like, yeah, so there's people from all over the country, musicians, everyone kind of does different things. We've got orchestral people, um, a few freelancers, um, rockers, jazzers, like loads yeah, of just... Cross genre. Yeah, because, you know, you want to have a really diverse committee because we yeah. have to, like, decide everything so you know so i mean you part of your uh your role is you um you help people uh if someone has a question they can come to you and sort of uh, absolutely yeah and, and we can we're answering people's question today so uh yes we are indeed do, do yeah, text if there's anything or I, I can help with tweet yeah. or whatever i will do my very best we'll, uh, we'll we're on facebook uh, so we've put out a little video there so if you could comment in the uh, in the comments on the facebook it's just at harley and josh show on uh, or just facebook.com slash yep. harley and josh so yeah yeah find that out give us a question and we'll answer it for you later on yeah, yeah. and if you don't get it in on the show please always send me a message mm. or a tweet <laughs> because you know it's one i'm here for yeah so hopefully it'll be something i can know about and i can help people out maybe keep it music related yeah oh well not yeah. like is this infected <laughs> <laughs> you're like yes go to a doctor to the I pharmacy am. now yes i am not a doctor <laughs> <laughs> amazing but um yeah so uh we usually start off with what harley's being up to uh, yeah. this last week um let's let's carry that on otherwise people will be like i'm confused people still want to hear about me they don't yeah. want Absolutely. to hear about me at all yeah, we'll do they? keep it brief because i want to hear what uh, what andy's been up to last cool. week as well well i had a full weekend with the m- 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 uh, oh it was a momentous weekend it was a momentous weekend i had a full weekend with the mementos which is great because i haven't played with those guys i think since the beginning of september uh-huh. it's been a while and that particular weekend uh we had rain uh, no we had toby playing drums with us oh great from chart uh, attack from chart attack and get your bingo cards out yeah. guys oh yeah hey. uh, so i haven't seen uh rob our our drummer uh, for a look, good two weeks, and since then he's had right? a baby. Oh. Well, actually, no, his wife Laura's had a baby. Oh, okay, good. Um, they but, have jointly. Yeah, they've, 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 he, he played a part. Um, <laughs> so he held a hand and moaned. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really hurts my hand. Um, so <laughs> you have yeah, no idea. <laughs> this has kind of been the first sort of time that he's I've, I've seen him, and he's sort of uh, been away from kind of work and home. Mm. Um, which he he was enjoying, but he couldn't wait to finish the gigs and get back to his kid and yeah, uh, of course. Um, take yeah, some of the strain off his wife. Yeah. So um. yeah, we're last. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I want to be out longer. Yes, exactly, somebody, exactly. <laughs> so he, it, yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, we played Fin Valley. 
golf club. club. Yeah, we played their annual nice bash. Place. Uh, we also uh, played at Seckford Hall as well. It was the first uh, wedding nice I've performed there. Wanky week. It wasn't even a wedding, Cotton. sorry. But um, yeah, so we I, I dressed up really nice. I bumped into an old friend of mine, and she said that she's never seen me this well dressed ever. Because <laughs> uh, back from your homeless like days. A new yeah. suit. I, I didn't even have a new suit. It was like a Tesco's, like, just F and F. Shoot, shirt and trousers and my shoes. But this is someone I went to high school with. So I, I, I when I wore baggy yeah. jeans and had long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you um, had long hair? I had oh, very, yeah. 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 We were everyone, every musician had long hair at some point. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Apart from the real punky women who just have short hair. I was going to say, yeah. you're a woman yeah. and then you've shaved your hair. Yeah, yeah exactly. I guess it goes both ways if, you, yeah, if like you're that. a part yeah. of that alternative music crowd. <laughs> Do the opposite of what society wants, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a really good weekend. Yes. Um, I had lots of fun. And Any gear mishaps? Um, I don't think there was. I'm not well, assuming. But... Actually, there was a gear mishap at the beginning of the week, as you're aware. I managed to oh, yeah. misplace my base. Oh, oh, misplaced. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I was just about to ask, did you have a strap? <laughs> I did. I, or did you have to fashion <laughs> one out of some gaffer <laughs> tape? Yeah. Like you did at our last game. I mean, I was impressed. Yeah, it was but impressive. I was like, how do you just not have a strap? Oh, he's made, he's made straps out of everything. Gaffer I, tape, I break ties. Straps. Tie, yes. Yeah. yeah und- Intestines of small animals. I, <laughs> we don't talk about that. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I have. I break a lot of straps. I, I I like to get into it, and a lot of straps have a plastic buckle on them, and oh, they're notorious for breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially That's why you from, bought that Deadpool one, isn't it? Yes, because the Deadpool one actually has metal metal, yeah. metal yeah. buckle on it. Yeah. So um, it's made out of bullets. You yeah. pulled out your own body. Uh, yeah, uh, it's also that strap's really good because uh, although it doesn't break, it can also break the fourth wall. Nice. So, <laughs> Hey. See, guys, that was a joke about talking to the audience and explaining a joke. <laughs> I see what you did there. A little meta value right there. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I have got quite good. It was not the first time. I've, that the, that was the Duke of York, it wasn't was, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the first time that I've made a strap out of duct tape. It was very good. I mean, you, yeah, you looked experienced at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, it, held very up, Jimi I, and it held up both sets, you know. It was, yeah, it was I, I don't... I think it was... Vicky uh, Bennett turned up whilst I was making it in the van and she was like you really know and I had a whole loom made out of a coat hanger and I, you know I, I knew the exact length to go so I, I put it on it was yeah, perfect do you, do you have anything do you use anything for its actual original purposes or do you just like to just you know, utilise a lot of things I, uh, people say I am the MacGyver of the music industry yeah. <laughs> that's great so you've I'm, got one of those definitely got one of those popper stoppers that's made out of some tights and an old oh, yeah, I have I've done that bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah an old coat, a coat, coat hanger they don't make yeah. Those coat hangers anymore? No, and the metal no. ones because uh, too many people. Dry cleaners. <laughs> Whoa! You guys go to the same dry cleaners, don't you? <laughs> we do indeed. <laughs> so like when Harry, when Harley met Sally, yeah. Uh, but I, so, I like it because when you find them, it's like gold dust. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could get that because uh, I've used it before for when my double bass, the sound post falls oh, over. Okay, yeah. So, oh, and, oh, it's so annoying that because when dangerous. you slap it, oh, the sound but inside. It's just, you know, it's connected yeah. between the, just for everybody listening, where the bridge uh, is sort of held onto the body by the string tension. And then the sound post will go underneath the bridge and sort of link the front to the back of the uh, of this hollow thing. You know, Stop it's like it a going. wardrobe with a post in the middle of it. But when that falls over, trying to get your hand in the little F holes, pardon my French, uh, is very difficult. <laughs> so you have to get like, so I get a little co-hanger. Get, yeah. get it inside there, little hook, and a bit of red ribbon tied around Should it. Should that not be glued in some way? Right, you'd think, I, but there's probably something I about the glue. No, it's no, more... it's special string glue. It's a special, yeah. I think it's it one of those things, it's very hard to glue, because I suppose if you get it in whilst the glue's soft, that makes yeah. sense. Mm. Well, yeah. I would never attempt to touch a string instrument myself. I'd always just go to a repairer. Yeah. As fair. an ex-cellist. <laughs> oh. I would always, yeah. Because if you yeah. use, like, normal glue, you will completely ruin it's it. Do very... you phone up the, ring, the, the string repair guy and be like, Cello. <laughs> here, here, here till three, guys. Here till three. <laughs> We've got a whole fifty minutes of this. Thank exactly. Lord, it's not all week. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, that, that's quite amazing, boy. That, that's kind of my weekend. There's not really much more to say other than found my base, and that is pretty much like what I did. Holly did stuff. Well done, buddy. We're proud of you. 
Well done. Well done. <laughs> you can't do a jingle without adding to it, can I you? I do, because that's why I have a little ding. You get longer every week. I feel we should add it. We should like record the add-on, and then eventually it will just be like 40 minutes of one jingle. Yes. Like, and I did a couple of gigs, and this was where I'm playing this weekend. Bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, good, good. Well, we'll have to add that every single yeah. time. Um, I will be quite brief, um, because... Not uh, Well, actually, I'm wearing boxes. Uh-huh. I'll be quite brief, um, because I want to know what, what what Andy did. Andy did stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I had a, had, a, I had a nice little Friday off. Um, which um, just a question too. I find yeah, I've had I've had a lot of them recently because I've not really been uh, chasing gigs so much. Uh, I think it's mostly this is because, the quiet month, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I find it's been quite quiet. But um, I've I think more is because uh, I'm getting most of my earnings from teaching at the moment. Well, right. I'm not actually most, but I'm just it's making up for a lot of stuff. So yeah. I don't think I have to work so hard on the weekends. Um, but so that makes what the gigs that we do do quite special. <laughs> do do. <Doo-doo>. Um, <laughs> But uh, so on the on the Friday, what have you got yourself into, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so on Friday I got to um, join uh, Tom McCarthy up Ooh. at the waterfront uh, in Norwich to go watch Aaron Buchanan the Cult Classics. Nice. <laughs> Uh, sorry, that was, that was my metal cry, battle cry, because uh, there was it was them. It was a, a band from Switzerland, I want to say, called Dax and Roxanne. Yeah, and the headline band were Bad Touch. Nice uh, from Norwich. So it was their hometown show. So it was oh. pretty much sold out. It looked um, like it was really busy. I mean, it really was. I when I saw Cult Classics, they were supporting. Ah, uh, who was it? The Skids. I can't remember. Is oh, it? amazing. I can't. No, it maybe not be. Anyway, but it. The, from what I saw, it looked busier at your gig, but really? then being were they upstairs band. or downstairs? Downstairs. We, yeah, so I saw them upstairs. Oh, and, okay. And I'd never been to that room before because right. I'd never been to. Was it propaganda? They have there sometimes. Oh, or, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it was really good because it was nice to sort of see an extra extra sort of level to that venue. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were loading out. I helped. Obviously, I helped them load out because I just I don't know. It's like bus drivers' so holidays sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get to the yeah. end of the day and you're like, well, now I should be doing I, some heavy I lifting. Be picking things up, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you load out through the downstairs room. So that was really weird to just see that completely empty oh, well, and, yeah. and sort of see from the side of the stage. But yeah, that was a really wonderful, wonderful set by the Cult Classics. Um, it was just like, to be honest, the uh, Dax and Roxanne weren't my thing. Mm. They would have been my thing when I was about 18 because um, you remember what I looked like when 18 and yep. so do you because yes. Andy actually taught us in college yeah. <laughs> he did so this is like 10, 11 years ago something like that. I mean, no. yeah when she was 9 um, so uh, the maths works out um, but yeah the um, so I, back then when I was 18 I had the, the full on Bruce Dickinson fringe and the, <laughs> and the long hair down to about my, my oh, I think the longest it got was down to about my hips I met him once yeah or Bruce Dickinson yeah <gasps> Wow, yeah. tell so us. My dad, my dad fenced with him. A, a fence? Wow. Yeah. Has he built a fence? Or no, he offended not? him. He was just like, I don't like your hair, and just left. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, fencing. Anyway, so uh, yeah, back then I was super into my hair metal and things like this, and sort of like the like the thrusting rock of the 80s, you know, where it was quite um, just uh, focused on, on male genitalia, I'll just say. So uh, you end up kind of watching this thing when you're kind of matured a little bit longer, and you're thinking, yeah. oh, I, I'm not really into this. Like, you know, nobody's, uh, this isn't doing anything for me. So, uh, but, you know, they, they were talented musicians and they, they did a good performance. But I've just heard those songs before so many yeah. times. You know, it was just like, I, I listened to Back in Black yesterday while I was doing loads of house, housework. Because ACDC is definitely housework music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, you can air guitar with yeah, a hoover, yeah. you know, or a, or a mop. Um but, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the chord sequences and I'm just like, this has been copied so many times ever since. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, easy chord sequences with just songs with innuendo in them. <laughs> it's just, that's that's kind of all it is. So, I, you know, people were really enjoying it, so I hope they do well. But uh, I was just watching it just go, it just does nothing for me, you know. Um, uh, Aaron think- Buchanan went on and they've just nailed it. They're so, such a lovely mix between sort of like alt rock, new metal uh, and like grunge from the 90s that's got this kind of Deftones meets Alice in Chains. Yeah. Um, and his I, voice is very kind of like Freddie Mercury meets... Yeah. Meets... Um, I, I've always... Oh, what's his name from Muse? Belter, like. Why can't I remember his name Matt Bellamy. Muse? Matt Bellamy, there we go. But yeah, sorry, you were... You, sorry. I, I was saying like, I've always 
They, I, I think I, I liken them to say if Freddie Mercury front, fronted Alice in Chains. Yes, there definitely. Are, there are a couple of songs on the album. Is it The Man with Stars on? Yes, his on his knees. knees. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, on his knees. On his knees. He. The, I'm not, it I'm not sounded, sure if that means that he has stars and he's on his knees. Like or, he's holding stars and he's on his knees, going, "I have stars." I don't. Yeah. I, or if I, he's like put the stars on his knees and he's like. Or he's kneeling on like. The sunset is it Sunset Boulevard where he got all the stars? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. Maybe one day he'll one have day. his own star on there, yeah. and then he'll be like, I'm, "Yeah, that would be great." It paid off. But it sounds like if he fronted Alice in Chains, because there's one song that actually sounds really like Alice in Chains yeah, in the one production. That sounds like Deftones one as well. Yes, Love yeah. But, but yeah, big fan of him. Great big fan album. of him. They did a great thing in the middle of the of the set, which I thought was great. Which was um, they he read out some mean tweets. Like the whole Jimmy Kimmel thing. And like people that were just so like, oh, standing in a different place while Aaron Buchanan plays. God, what's this music? It's too punky for me. And he's just sitting there just like retorting live on stage. I love it. Were these tweets that had come in whilst he was playing? No, that would uh, be funny though. That would <laughs> be funny. But yeah, there like, was a big thread. He was really, yeah, I, I, I like that. But I mean, we, we I haven't seen any like like um, public criticism of, of the Lockerbillies yet but if I if I'll, I do see some I want to I want to do that as well that's you know, fine. I, I feel you, that's when you know that you're you're famous when you get people hating mean on you tweeting because yeah. it, means yeah. people, it means people don't know you well enough to yeah. feel that they can criticise exactly yeah. no, I love it but yeah I really enjoyed it Bad Touch did a great set um, and it was just really nice to just hang out with hang out with, with Tom we haven't yeah. seen Tom McCarthy it's, it's been weeks for us because he's been away on tour and we haven't seen him at Rock Project for ages no. No, I mean it's been him. a Tom McWilefy. I don't think I know this dude. Uh, well, uh, you, you know, I feel bad someday. for you. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Oh, um, but devilishly day. handsome as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, if you ever need a good guitarist, you yeah. know, rather than this mediocre one that you've got sitting <laughs> on your right, right here. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Ask Tom. Tom. Tom Guitarthy. If he ever does cover for the Hopefuls, we really have to step up our game yeah. on, our, on our clothing because he's, <laughs> he's clothing, he's, yeah. he does dress well. Stylish. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. He's, he's yeah quite debutante. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was a wonderful Friday night. Cheers for having us along. Um, I the next day had I gig. It was I it, community centre in, oh, yes. in Norfolk, um, which was uh, it was all for Remembrance Day. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, I, I was worried about how it was going to go down because I mean, if you're thinking I'm going to remember uh, people that fought for us and died for us and then and and let's have a dance you know it's kind of like almost like dancing on people's graves you don't really want well, that yeah but, but there's also something about celebrating you know something jubilant about yeah. it and i said that like you know i was trying to make it so that it wasn't just a gig with that tagged on um what i did was i actually donated uh like 10 no 15 cds that was just like proceeds of that all go to charity and go to the royal british legion yeah which was nice because um you know that made him about 100 quid i think and then yeah. uh you know people can take it away as a bit of sort of i can listen to this album feeling good about myself a bit now which yeah. is good yeah. um but i also made a point that during between the songs just to sort of think about um there was yeah, there's a lot of British flags and American flags around, but I sort of making statements just to say to the fact of yeah, okay, so um, you are from the UK, and there were from people from the 490 bombing group, which is the states. Mm. Um, but don't forget that there are people from different countries that uh, fought and died for you that don't look like you, they don't sound like you, uh, they have different cultures, they have different beliefs than you, but we are still grateful for them. Yeah. How to, did uh, how did that go down? Good. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think it's I think it's one of those points that doesn't often get because when if you see you know it's Remembrance Day, it's it's like yeah our boys in, in blue or whatever. You know, it like, sometimes feels a bit patriotic. Yeah, it's a bit too nationalist. It need and, to be. And his, if history's taught us anything, nationalism often leads to wars. I mean, it was one of the big things for World War One. Yeah. So we kind of need to be uh, very very conscious of that fact. And in the middle of the gig at eleven o'clock, because it wasn't actually the eleventh, we just did eleven eleven p.m. Yeah. In, yeah. The 11th month, we did the uh, was it, it was the um, uh, the, the, the bugle call, what's it called? The last, the post? last post, that's yeah. the last post, yeah, and a two minute silence, mm-hmm. which was really quite. Um, yeah, it was quite moving. I, I mm. was I was telling a story about how my uh, my granddad was was in the war. Um, he survived it, thankfully. Um, but uh, there's this awesome picture of him because he fought in Africa and he's, he's sort of you know, it, he used to be crawled like people you know like have scorpions and snakes and spiders oh, like crawling wow. over him at night but there's this awesome picture of him on top of a dune just like posing there in his in his in his sick outfit mm. <laughs> with a gun i'm like that'll never be me <laughs> and then the most manly with picture an aerial ever. battle going on in the background just explosions oh. going and he's just like <laughs> wow. that, that sounds like 
your what granddad, you've, you've got a lot of your personality from him because yeah. I can imagine you doing that. Uh, I'd be like, oh, give me a selfie. Well, we were talking about this like before. Like, your, your granddad would like, let's take a selfie. selfie. Yeah, he's got a little stick yeah, on the end of his bayonet. Yeah. Um, but no, he's, uh, this in- incredible thing was just thinking about what our grandchildren are going to be looking back at us. Like the pictures of us are just like on Snapchat with our little massive eyes and little shrunken oh, mouths. Yeah, and like, that's my yeah. granddad. It's very strange. Yeah, a little bit. Very strange. But yeah, so that was that was the one thing that grinds my gears. All right, Josh has a rent. Mark it off your bingo card. In the middle of the last post and, this, and the two minutes silence, there was a kid there. Nice little kid. Mm. I like him, but his parents let him play mobile games during that two minute silence and didn't turn it on silent. And he's sitting there while How everybody's sitting there. Kid, I want to say about nine, ten, oh, something like that. Oh no, no, no. And uh, like. If it was like maybe like two or something like that, I'd be like, okay, you've got to keep him there without, you know, keep him, uh, I don't know, <laughs> just just corpus mentis. But like, I, w- I was really finding it difficult to it's just focus and just think about. Common courtesy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but I, did, I didn't want to be the guy that goes, outrage, just absolutely reprehensible. No, uh, you're like, let's wait until we're on radio and I can yeah, run to more pass people. Ag- passive aggressively. But, you know, listen, but then sometimes no one says anything. Yeah. Someone would take someone just to say something. Yeah, exactly. Be but, the person. You could be the person. Yeah. But anyway, that was my week, good sir. Um, and I'm happy to share it with you wonderful people. <laughs> what did I do? Stuff. Um, so uh, I think we should play play what Harley and I did out with some music. Um, and I would like to suggest uh, a nice little, I feel like a sort of a wine taster. Oh, swill this around your mouth, wonderful people. Uh, Caswell. Have you seen Caswell? Oh, like well? yeah, She's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and uh, um, Merlin Bruce on works the, yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. On, on the keys and, and a lot of the composition. Awesome. Uh, she is playing locally with uh, Underline the Sky. Nice. Um, so, uh, this weekend. So if you stick around for the gig list, um, you will be able to tell you where. This is available on iTunes. This is called Lie to Me. Check it out. Lovely. That was Lie to Me by Caswell. Available on iTunes and everything. That's her most recent signal, but she's got loads of music out at the moment. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on her. She's one to watch, I do declare. So, uh, yes, Andy, we've been talking too much. We want you to talk more than that about who are you, what you've been doing. <laughs> well, well, Harley was just suggesting that I maybe just talked about a typical week. Yeah, do, you, do as, a, as, as much as typical as a musician's week. Say, can every be. week is completely different. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, so recently I've been doing, um, covering my friend Emily for some rehearsals with the Felix Day Community Choir. Oh, great, yeah. On awesome. a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a lovely bunch of people. They've had over 100 members come through their doors in their time. Wow. Which is really great. Um, uh, other times on a Monday I go into London and I sing with the London Vocal Project. So we rehearse on a Monday. Okay, yeah. Um, so you do a lot of vocal coaching, don't you? Um, yeah, I do quite a bit. So I do choirs, I do the choirs thing, and then I do some one-to-ones and groups and things as well. You still taking on private students? Yes, You are. How do people get in contact with you? Um, email, phone number, Facebook. We'll put that on It's the... all very available. Yeah. Link Website, in the description. Any of those Yeah, ways. link yeah, in the yeah, description, yeah. guys, yeah. Um, Tuesdays I teach Angie Ruskin. Oh, great, yeah, in Cambridge, Cambridge, yeah. So I do a couple of lectures. Which are Ruskies. Um lead a choir and then do lots of one-to-one teaching and stuff mm-hmm. um wednesdays is a bit is that, of a is that mostly workshops you do or is it a lot of one-to-ones a lot of one-to-ones stuff? and then i do a performing arts lecture and a music lecture and then run the choir Crikey. so um, days, it you? is a very long day yeah. it's literally a 12-hour day yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, um, it's like and that's without the travel yeah, yeah. that's the thing with people that i think people <laughs> oh, don't yeah. understand with teaching is like it doesn't have to just be music teaching but like uh, it's being charismatic all day. Yeah, I mean, I've it's got, a lot of energy. My Thursdays are now going to be from eight thirty until basically nine o'clock at night, teaching and being engaging and, and yeah, it's uh, exhausting. You don't realise it's mm-hmm. exhausting until you do actually yeah. throw yourself into it. So a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Andy. I've been well. I've been doing that for 
donkey's years. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this year's not as bad because unfortunately, Anglo Ruskin had to cut their budget. Mm-hmm. So the one to one sessions have gone down in hours. It's happening a lot. Which is a real mm. shame. It's happening everywhere for um, music. And I, I also know at the college, like, there's no more one to one lessons there anymore. Right. Oh, which is That's really sh- so they don't do any, any no, pair of tests. It's really sad, but. You know, education's sort of become this business, hasn't yeah. it? Where Privatized. it's all kind of like, we've got to get the students in, we've got to keep them. And yeah, the whole kind of music education mm. portfolio kind of thing has to go out the window a bit, which is awful. It sucks, yeah. Um, anyway, so I just do that one day now at yeah. ARU. Two Wednesdays, you might find me behind the bar at the Dove. Oh yeah, because, behind the bar. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Because I, that you just, you I just work on a fell straight over. <laughs> <laughs> so I do some. I sometimes work there on a Wednesday. Um, Wednesday is sort of my Saturday night. Nice. Yeah. So I yeah. usually go out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Right. And have a few beers because. I normally work in at the weekend, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. always my Saturday. I see it when when which is weird, but mm. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many good things going on in, work, uh, in, in around here on Wednesdays. Though. There's, there's an open mic night uh, a lot on Wednesdays at the Angel. Yes, and also oh, I've never been down there. Yeah, the Angel yeah, on Woodbridge, good, yeah. and also this week Phil Jackson's playing there, so that would be oh, quite nice. fun. So nice. that will stick to the gig list, and I'll give you some more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thursdays is stuff at Soul Singers. Yes, of course. Sweet. The lovely SSS. community choir that is Suffolk Souls. And where do you hold that? Um, that is at Ipswich Academy. Okay. Six to eight. Wonderful. Um, and then after that, we have some, I do like a little vocal group for people that want to do some more kind of singing stuff rather nice. than just choir. Um, Fridays is hit and miss, probably a gig. Yeah. Saturday, probably a gig. Possibly working at the pub in the day. So you gig with us with Hoppy and the Hopefuls, yeah. which we talk about quite a lot, but that's nowhere near like like your sort of majority <laughs> of gigs because yeah so what do you the, usually gig as oh wow i could be anything so i do a lot of jazz stuff with like duos quartets mm-hmm. things um i get the occasional like function depth mm-hmm. obviously hoppy um i do some solo stuff just mm-hmm. piano yeah um play sax um mm-hmm. in horn sections now and again as well right yeah so it's all it's all kind of many strings to your saxophone. Yeah, yeah. Hit, hit and miss, really. It's you know, you never know what's going to. Wood wooden strings. Pop yeah, up. wood strings. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, it's good to have that to, to diversify. I think there's a lot of things that uh, that's something that people a lot of the time have to learn the hard way with a musician's life is that if you've just got if you're a one trick pony, you can lose that one trick quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and if I... you just teach or if you just gig, then or if you just have one band or if you just teach one instrument, it's quite easy for you to lose. Job. And it's really hard to get that across to students. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> because a lot of them are like, well, I only want to play my originals. And I only I'm like, yeah. well, that's great. Always but like how are you going to actually make a living? Because really, you know, it's, you know, unless suddenly you're going to make it within the first six months. Mm. Yeah. Even then, you know, I know guys that have done really well, but they're still teaching places and they're still, because mm. actually you've got bills to pay. Yeah. So trying to get into students' heads sometimes well actually you might not think you want to learn to read but you're mm. going to need to in some way yeah. mm. you might not really think well. i need to learn covers but you're going to have to at some point well, it's only going to get harder because you know. it, you're a sponge at this point when you're young yeah and so you can just suck that up but where it is you know i'm there's some things that i have not studied since doing grade five theory back yeah. in college yeah that i look at now and i'm just like oh <laughs> i can't remember how to read that yeah I'm, i've kind of gone the other way actually because i've still recently started using guitar pro to write music uh, tabs for students yeah and you still have to use the notation to get the note values yeah. right mm-hmm. even on tab because it adds the i don't understand, the I don't understand tab i'll say that now don't get fair tab enough. yeah that's fair enough i mean because i'm just a reader so like yeah i think it's one of the i tab isn't perfect it tells you how to play something in a particular way and it doesn't work for everyone yeah. it doesn't it, give you expression which which, no. which notation can do quite easily it can yeah. do a lot better mm-hmm. but i've so i've been reading my note like getting my dots going through dots sort of thing uh, and getting the, the rhythmic right and I'm like oh, I'm so happy that I'm, I'm kind of working out I'm going cool that's a dot there yeah and I'm 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 a, how do I going to say this words. <laughs> I'm words um, I'm surprised at how much stayed in bearing in mind I have done very little <laughs> yeah. reading yeah. since yeah, college yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, that's see and I read all the time in my job mm. that just shows why that's you it. should learn young because it yeah. just will stay I mean, with I, you I could read music just like you know fears and phobias they stick with it and it's just yeah. to say we've got a phobia of notation and you've got your stuff yeah. you? I could mm. read before I went to school I know that's I mean I know that's like freak child but yeah. I started playing when I was two mm, nice I was having violin lessons when I was two wow. so 
Oh, and Violet, oh, you're poor parents. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you got a two-year-old and Violet. Then I got it's a... Tiny. Yeah, I like, literally, when tiny. you say you've got the world's smallest <laughs> violin, violin. I violin did violin. have the world's smallest violin. Then I picked up a trumpet and a recorder. That's why Slim was at Hadoo. He was like, I literally just want to teach my daughter. Like, just so every time somebody's got a soft story, like, Annie, come in here. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'd learnt, as I learned words, I learned to read music. So it's second nature to me. Mm. Would um, you say English is now your second language? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The way I speak sometimes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> crotch and quaver, crotch and quaver, slow. <laughs> Amazing. But, um, yeah, so uh, I, I, we've had one comment on our video so Ooh. far uh, from David Brown, a quality guest, now we're talking. Oh, look at that yeah, charm! Because now we are actually talking. We are actually talking because we're and, live on the radio. And David Brown has but been hey. a guest on here before, so he knows yes. about you know how bad the guests. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I did sort of enforce myself upon you. No, it's all right. Now we love no. that because you do have some very interesting news, which I would like to get to. Um, but I would still like to play some bit of music oh, first. Song. Yeah, yeah, let's play a song. Um, Jamie Robertson of Punch Studios and a beautiful uh, producer at that uh, has been coming out with some new music. He's he's in bad stuff which have two gigs this weekend which we are going to be telling you about later on but he's also in Sunscream 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 uh, they have a brand new EP out um, and the title track is Big Red Lazy Sun. We'd like to put this on now. Very dreamy psychedelia coming out, coming out here. So this is uh, all available on all your platforms. Uh, check it out. It's even the shoes. Yes, even, even on platform shoes. Even oil drilling. Yes. Cool. Yeah, enjoy. Lovely people. That was Big Red Lazy Sun by Sunscreen, and that will be available on all your streaming media platforms and things. So now to the interesting part. Ooh, you thought it was interesting before. Now it's going to get informative. Let's get it on. Uh, So music news time. Andy has some first-hand from horse's mouth. She's been feeding the music industry horse and the, the horse came at her and was just like, here's some t- statistics and things. And she was like, I'm going to go on the radio and talk about it. I don't know. So that's how you feed a horse, isn't it? Open you feed palm. feed a pony, yeah, Open that's palm. it. Yeah. O- open palm. Open <laughs> palm. Um, so, yeah, um, Andy, please blow our minds with what amazing stuff you've been doing in Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, so I was with Amsterdam. I was in Amsterdam for the Musicians' Union at a FIM meeting. FIM, what's FIM so stand So FIM for? is the International Federation of Musicians. Oh. So it is all the Musicians' Unions around Europe on this occasion occasion not the world so it was a europe meeting first day was a health conference second day was like a normal executive meeting yeah okay so they're sort of covering a what few kind of stuff do you usually, like discuss in the executive well meetings? the executive meetings tend to be like the general industry stuff so this we bit on gender inequality and a bit on obviously the new copyright directive which everyone's kind of worrying about massively um and the health conference on the first day, which is the little bit that I was speaking about, I did a little speech about um, self-employed musicians and mental health. That's a big thing. Yeah, it that is, is a big deal. thing. And do you think there's a... Because there's obvious, I feel there's a lot more uh, uh, focus on it now um, yeah, uh, in I the last few years. Do you think there's enough? No, there'll never no, be enough. No. Um, because it is super stressful, you know, yeah. the stuff that we do. Um, but there are um, so there is a couple of things that I would just like to tell you about is that Help Musicians UK has got a mental health helpline for musicians um, which Great. anyone can contact at any time Great. do you have that number? Um, no but, but we'll I can look it, it up in a second we'll yeah. put it in the description and also Music Support is another helpline for musicians um, with any kind of addiction problems Great. Yeah. Um, and they're both completely free phone and you can get in touch with them um, so important. things are starting to happen, things like that. Yeah. People are starting to be a bit more aware and I know the kind of mental health and self-care and, you know, we're all trying mm. to be better at doing that. Yeah. I mean, I am like the worst at doing that. But So many people know. just internalise it. It's the strange thing about how, how musicians are so external and they express so much, but they will internalise yeah. so many pains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's all those kind of extra stresses that no one else has. Mm-hmm. Like so, you're waiting to be paid or, yeah. you know... Like not knowing am I when get you're going to again, yeah. or am I, you know, it's just. Or oh, you're in a band just... on stage acting happy with people you absolutely hate. Hate, yeah. yeah. There's so, yeah, so many different yeah, terrible bits to it. Um, and then there was a bit about aging. 
Oh, okay. And a bit about the aging musician and sort of the physical strain of that and the Doesn't emotional strain and that. Uh, because we're all living longer. Yeah. Of course, so, yeah. You know, we're all living that much longer at the end of and our And we're all expected to work for longer as well. And we are, yeah. So um, there's a lot, I mean, and there was loads of different opinions from people all over Europe about how they're managing that within their orchestra or within their membership. Or, mm-hmm. And there was also just lots of really interesting stuff <clears throat> about health-wise, um, about how um, you can look after yourself better. Mm. Um, and, of course, in the UK, we've got BAPAM, Bapan. Which is the British Association of Performance something medicine. Oh, okay, cool. Let right. me just, let me just um, double check that. So I can help <laughs> you out there because I feel bad. Um, but that, uh, they offer lots and lots of support for um, performers. Right. Yeah. With specialist problems. So, like, recently I've had RSI in my hand. Oh, okay. From British Association for Performing Arts Medicine. That's yeah. the one. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, recently I've had a few. So, I went to see physio. Yeah. Um, and sort of, it's, it's been sorted. But, yeah. you know, problems like that are going to be annoying. And yeah. In 20 years' time, is that going to be an issue for me? Yeah, you know, of so there's all those. Is there long term effects? Of- yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, BAPAM can help with that. And also, if you're an MU member, um, you can get some funding help for that. Um, as well wow. and also with um, Help Musicians UK you can get funding help for health mm. issues and also through the Royal Society of Musicians you can help to get funding for things wow. so say if you're a vocalist and you're having some real voice problems mm. or you've got the RSI thing mm. or you know you're a guitarist and you've got posture and shoulder issues or mm. a kit player you know like there's millions of things that affect us specifically mm. music so is a very there is demand. a bit of help out there we yeah. don't get paid leave and these are this yeah exactly sick pay so. and stuff like that well, the Royal Musicians Society is really good for things like that oh. so if you do have to take some time off work Mm. Um, or if you do like me have to pay 50 quid to see a physio or you know mm-hmm. they can give you some money to help with that so that's wonderful that's just really a little cool. bit of a subsidy is just yeah, wonderful yeah and it's just, a, just another reason to be an MU member yes exactly yeah I am you're selling Harley. I'm not Harley. Oh, oh, I'm sorry I feel Ooh. like I just put you on the spot there I apologise that's like, naughty I, I really should I that's, that's that's my that's my list of things to do. Mm. Okay. I, I think we're going to keep bugging him now, aren't we? We're going yeah, to we're going to bug you. And do you, you pay annually that for you that? You can pay annually. You can pay monthly. monthly. Okay. I pay monthly. Do a direct debit or yeah, whatever. Cool. You You'll yeah. uh, give me the form when we finish. You exactly. do you carry one around. No, no, you, all you the money just goes to Andy cash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all on the website. You can do it in seconds. Cool. I'll it's have to check it. The, I'll have to check the link in the description below right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of your own podcast. Oh, uh, brilliant. Well, but yeah, so uh, fruitful meeting in Amsterdam then. Absolutely. And then there is the slightly exciting copyright thing, which I know. You oh were yeah, we talked about, about this the other day. Um, and the whole, you know, the value gap and how that's going to work. And yeah. I don't know how much you kind of got into it, but if you've got any, like, questions you want to... So outline it, what what are the changes that are happening to... So it's all, so the value gap that, that I'm talking right. about, this is what they call it, is, mm-hmm. um, say, fair remuneration for authors and performance. Mm-hmm. That- so we've already got this copyright directive, but we want to improve it because at the moment... YouTube, Google, you know, they're kind of yeah. unpoliced. They're not paying any copyright, so no one's getting any rights for right. anything they put out there, which is not fair remuneration because, you know, other people are. Yeah. So, um, and then there's also the streaming issue, which, yes, we're getting paid for streaming, but labels are currently getting seven times more than artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Yeah, so, and also, um, you don't, necessarily get any payments at all unless you're on a royalty deal okay so if Mm -hmm. you did a one-off buyout you're not going to get anything Mm -mm. so it's only if you're on a royalty deal with the label um with the label that you're going to get any payment at all and then they're going to get sometimes more than you which seems insane Mm -hmm. bear in mind you went for all the effort of actually writing and recording the song Mm -hmm. and performing the song and you know and that song wouldn't exist without you yeah Mm. And then they just go, oh, no, we'll just take more. So what I kind of There's got a- from Article 13 was, so it's the, the kind of the meme band thing as well, just talking about like... It, games, oh, with sort of, images and hey, stuff yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, images um, apart. They're all in the same. And lyrics but and I find that and this is, this is wonderful for people that, um, maybe like Paul McCartney that has sort of like, you know, gets his music used all the time without his, his knowing. Mm. Uh, but I think for the little guys, sometimes it's going to hurt people because a lot of the people that are musicians are also content providers like we are in the podcast. Um, 
and we yeah. can't put our put the music that we play live on the radio on our podcast because mm. of copyright laws and i think but that's just going to hurt us just even more but you could just get a prs license yes but i think that's going to just discredit d- discourage a lot more people that are really just trying to struggle and, and, and mm. make something of things yeah the um, thing is if it, like, i mean for a prs license for something like this you're mm. not talking megabucks you're talking just, yeah it's going to thin the herd out a lot year, more it's more and then you could actually play the music it's on everything that you want it to play mm. on the like, problem i think the problem we have is the fact that we have our podcast available to download for free from iTunes nice advert okay. and but you then can rate it. if people can then download if someone else's song for free off iTunes yeah. then they're essentially getting a copy of the music yeah. free so it's, it's yeah, kind of a, it, why you, yeah, yeah that's what we take it out just because yeah, 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 then it's course. technically yeah, yeah. piracy yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the the wrong people will be getting the money for these kind of things. Um, but I think that's really going to thin the herd of, of sort of YouTube presenters. I mean, there's there's millions of people that are on yeah. on YouTube. That it's good quality. But you've music got to that remember that with YouTube, that 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 money is not going to come from the end user. It's come from ads. So the mm. end user is not going to, and you're not going to have to pay to use YouTube. What's going to happen yeah. is, is that the rights holders and the licensees are going to make a better deal. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're going to have to pay to use YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is just that. I mean, you know, you get that thing on Facebook where if you put something up, it says, "Are yeah. you the copyright holder of this?" Yeah. And you go, "No." And they go, "Just to let you know that the copyright holder will get the money from this." So yeah. Facebook's already doing it. It's just YouTube and Google are being dead lazy mm-hmm. and saying, "Oh, we don't really have the software available." I'm like, "You're Google. <laughs> yeah. Of course you have." Yeah, they just don't want. You to just don't want to because they want... you don't want to be bothered to actually pay people. Properly. That's it. They get all the money out of their adverts. So, and... so you're saying about YouTube? You know, I'm, I'm not sure whether it will because mm. no one's going to have to pay. Hmm. to use YouTube there's a lot of teething issues isn't hmm. it and it'll be interesting to see how this pans out because I think it's, it's, this could be either good news or bad news I think there will be a lot of people paid much better for the stuff that they are deserved but I think there will be also a lot of people that will be left in the dust and they just won't be able to afford PRS licenses they won't be able to just use these things that have been free for us because um, I think there will come a point where YouTube will just be or, or Google will be making things you'll have to pay you, to use them in America or they've already done in, in America them. they do YouTube Red which is a subscription yeah. based one they haven't rolled it out to the UK and the idea of that is I think it's, it's 5 or $10 a month I can't remember exactly mm. no adverts so then the people who provide the content uh, who are, who are monetized like Netflix get the money yeah. direct from Google that they would yeah. get from adverts yeah. and there's also uh, YouTube Red special uh, shows that some yeah. there's going to be YouTube Red special plus and yeah. there's kind of YouTube purple the special premium <laughs> there's going to be extra yeah. ones out of YouTube grey for mm. colorblind people um, <laughs> but yeah I think that's but some really I, interesting stuff I think just because it's been a bad system mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive well, to improve just, it yeah that's right because you know saying like oh, people won't want to buy a license you know if you're going to use other people's art if you're going to use other people's art and other mm. people's intellectual property, yeah. you should be paying for that We are at some level. Do you know what I mean? So I think mm. this is, there is a kind of generational thing about music is for free. Mm. And you can download, you've, I mean, you guys, you've always yeah. been able to stream, download, you know, whatever you want. Um, and that doesn't necessarily make it right. No. So that's my little, mm. you know, I think yeah. bit on it. We are, is that I think it can definitely be much, much better. Yeah, we are living in the wild west of, yeah. of yeah. the internet at the moment. Absolutely, you know, and you you talk about people say about the wild west and like in the uh, is it the frontier whatever yeah. it was, um, uh, it days in in America. Didn't realize that it was only like seven years. It was a very short period of time. Yeah, whilst a lot they were of just movies. Old Russia. A lot of movies. A lot of movies <laughs> happened yeah. in seven years, um, but we're there's still going to be the teething whilst you know the people who are doing the right thing are, are going to eventually they eventually will it will equal out or to an e- to a world where everything yeah. is nice and, e- and equal and fair uh, but we are in the early days of that so there's going to be a bit of pulling and pushing Absolutely. from both sides of, yeah. to, to before there the is a only, flat ground the only reason that youtube and they've got away with it so long is because it's user-based content so um yeah. If it had yeah. been any other way, it wouldn't have happened. But we have ended up, as you say, in the Wild West. Yeah, well, cool. uh, so, yeah, I think that's really interesting stuff. Thank you for bringing that all the way from the continent. From Amsterdam, which exactly. is the most beautiful Imported city. knowledge. I love it. Like Sorry. Amstel knowledge. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'd like to get on to some crazy music like uh, industry uh, ideas. So uh, this next story might blow your mind. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. So I'd like to go into a little thing that we talk about called Thing I Thought About This Morning. Thing I Thought About This Morning. Jingle. Uh, so we, uh, so Harley told me about this. I um, find this hilarious. You know, yeah. So what's his name? Jared Threaten. Jer- Jared Threaten is a Los Angeles rock band. Well, he he, he owns a, lo- a rock band just called Threaten. Um, and he has basically booked a tour recently coming over from Los Angeles to the UK, yep. multiple venues, um, and these venues are like the Underworld in Camden, yeah. and the Asylum so like too. the medium kind of venue. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So, you know, at least 300 caps. Yeah, yeah. sub-400s. Yeah, and so sa- telling people that he's sold out tickets, or at least the 200 yeah. tickets come from like things like this, and on his Facebook he's got 38,000 likes, and turns out that he <laughs> bought them all. So uh, basically, Jared threatened posed as the booking agent and promoter to score the band gigs. He then used fake show footage that was edited to make it look like they were playing in front of large crowds, bought YouTube views, uh, event RSVPs, and Facebook likes to put the band's page at 38,000 likes and lied about ticket sales to venue owners. So it wasn't until Theratin's tour kicked off on November 1st, so this is very, very recently, the red flags started popping up on social media. The Underworld, the venue that hosted the show, made a post stating the band's agent claimed they had sold 291 tickets in advance. Only three people showed up. Um, (laughs) What a weird show to go. And they were all they looked at the Facebook event and all they were all faked as everyone who was marked as attending were actually from Brazil I think it was a <laughs> like you could have come to London are you? <laughs> for yeah. this band that nobody's heard of there was a um, uh, a funny thing actually I heard about Brazil a random thing I heard on a podcast that uh, in Brazil squirrels can't kneel well, they've got too many stars on their knees. That's what it is. So, so they- yeah, Jared, Jared has now uh, deleted both his personal page and band's oh, really? page from Facebook, I, I, so I, he's I, gone was- now. Um, so does he not know, owe any kind of cancellation fees? I think, I think a lot of venues, I think the venues were very angry. I know there was um, one venue, they were like, we need paying now yeah. because... Yeah. We haven't made any money out of the tickets and we've still got staff to pay for yeah, tonight. Exactly. That's a yeah, that's a classic example. Well, this touches on a subject... Of, yeah, sorry, you were saying. Sorry, classic example, like, as we say, MU stuff, is protecting musicians against other musicians. Yeah. yeah because time. some musicians are crazy, like yeah. this dude, and yeah. sometimes we need to protect you gotta watch the video against him. each other. He's, a vid- because, he's got like, a YouTube video. He's a, a one-man band, He's a one-man he? band. He hired musicians, but apparently they're all very rude and they didn't like being there. Oh, really? <laughs> and so was he to the other support bands. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, he's a, there's a music video and you've got to watch it. It's, it's so bad. It's awkward, it's isn't it? So it's bad. just awkward. Uh, oh, it's just awful. But, but, but he's like, life is pain. And he's all like, like, like got a frame and he's putting it around. And stuff. But, I, but this touches on the thing of like paid Facebook likes and the pressure uh, that we're yeah. under as yeah. bands to Absolutely. be able to look like they've got a fan base. I know artists who have paid for likes and it's quite funny because I've, I've shown them shown them to uh, like my girlfriend and gone, you know, check, check this artist out. And She's like, oh, yeah, they're really doing well. Look how many likes I've got. I was like, they're not all real. They're no, no way near real. I, and people outside of the music industry struggle to understand that. Mm. And then the thing is, you can do that on, you see on Facebook some, with friends as yeah, well. You can see someone. You can buy friends. Yeah. Wow. I do it. Our Facebook. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> like online slavery. I'm paying Josh to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Andy took that money as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, Andy's my friend agent. <laughs> Thank you for thank you for yeah friend agent I like that fully contracted yeah. let me add contact Andy, contact Andy. <laughs> yeah, nice. but um, yeah thank you for bringing that to our attention Harley I thought that was an absolutely I want to talk about that story. more next week I think because yeah. I, yeah. I I think if you've got any thoughts on that comment in the tweet in the us description. at Lockabillies at Harley C you've yeah. got a Twitter handle at I have at Andy Hoppy Andy Hoppy so yeah tweet us let us know what you think about that but we've got to rush through the gig list oh. um, because yeah we're about oh, to man, finish I'm off I'm sorry I spoke for too long no, didn't no, I not sorry not at all. once so you get me started. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If you get me started, I could go all day. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, we're going to be playing some music uh, for the end uh, to, to play us off. But before that, um, this November fifteenth, which is Wednesday, we were talking. Phil Jackson is doing a solo solo, yeah. solo original set live at the Angel in Woodbridge. Uh, that's actually Thursday. Sorry, not Wednesday. Thursday at right. eight o'clock. I guess uh, hopefully the open mic night will still be on. Yeah, exactly. On Wednesday as well. Um, courtesy of Blue Bus Tour, so that'd be Peter Hepworth. Sweet. Thank you, mate. Uh, Friday, November sixteenth, emerge uh, ta- uh, the. the the Emerge Night that goes on at the John Peel Centre for new bands we're going to be playing some music from Telling Truths at the end here so they're playing that one Manic Blackout Charcoal and we've played this before Jamie from Sunscream Bad Stone
Yeah. They're playing this Friday, 7.30 at the John Peel Centre. November 16th, we've got the Lamplight Club, When Rivers Meet and Sandcastle Jesus live. Um, so that's going to be at the Queen Street Brew House. Uh, November 16th, also, we've got Spoilers, Incisions, Bandits and more. That's at the Smokehouse. Uh, so if you like your punky stuff, that'll be really fun. We've paid Spoilers on the show before. Uh, November 16th, we've also got Soap Your Auntie. I've literally just been talking to Oscar Charlton oh, yeah. on Facebook about the last time they played uh, at the Mulberry Tree. Or the, I think, no, it's not the Mulberry Whoa, Tree. The Mulberry no, tree no, has the, been shut no, the Milestone. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been shut in all quiet. Yeah, it's like, the Milestone, that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, there was a photo of us playing there two years ago together yeah. and just hanging out. Oh, I used to love those so, gigs. Yeah, Soap Your Auntie, Friday at 9 o'clock at the railway on Foxhall Road. That'll be great. That'll be packed. November 16th, uh, we got Three Wise Monkeys are play, uh, presenting The Mighty Small, Yasmin Hendrix, good name, and Pillbox. And this is Colchester. That's Colchester, Friday, 8 o'clock, uh, Three Wise Monkeys. Um, also on the 17th, we've got, I've got your gigs on here as well. Okay, cool. Uh, 17th, we've got Gaffer Tape Sandy, nice. Fight Milk, great name, um, Enterlude, Bad Stone, they got two gigs this weekend, yeah. hey, double and weekend. a great band named Goldbloom. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 there it is. Uh, that's at the Huntley Club in Bury St Edmunds uh, on the 17th oh that's a cool little venue that is a great little venue I love it there uh, Harry Green Trio uh, is playing with Ashton Jones who is yep. now on an Amazon advert oh yeah singing as a box do you know what though I missed that session I was meant to be on it oh no you would have been a box on Amazon oh that would have been great for Ipswich two people for Ipswich being singing boxes loads of my mates from London was there I was like no I'm working well they're playing at the Cambridge Jazz Festival so Ah, that's in in Cambridge on the Saturday at 7 November 17th we've got Chart Attack we have indeed live at the Boar's Head in Braintree yes it's a little far out of town but I'm looking forward to that one Braintree in Essex that'd be great we've got Uh, can I mention a couple of open mic nights we've got going on we have got Manning's open mic night uh, on the 18th of November. Oh, this nice. is a new one, right? Yes, yeah. I believe that one, I think, was run by... Um, um, the funny comedy singing Robin dude. Dicker, Robin. there we go. Uh, and also, that on the Sunday during the afternoon, for any under-18s who might be listening, we've got our icebreakers hey, uh, at the railway. Which will at the railway, cool. huh? Yep. Do you know what time? Um, I, usually, I think it's a half-two start. Half-two start, check. yeah. Check that out. Under-18s open mic night, you need to get there. Um, yeah, that's the start of tomorrow, that one. Yeah. November 17th, we've also got the wonderful Underline the Sky, playing with Caswell who we played earlier yeah. if you like Lie to Me go along to that plus Deep City they're playing Saturday at 7.30 at the John Peel Centre loads going on at the John Peel Centre this week um, and also we've got two more shows November 17th Colchester uh, at the Bull Yep. Uh, we've got some good rockabilly uh, from the Copycats. I've seen them before. They're yep. great. They, they they put on a good live show with good, lots of covers. And also the last one we've got here, 18th, which is a Sunday, here at Smokehouse, we've got Dead Reynolds, Tom Lumley, and more. So that's from 7.30 p.m. Um, nice. Loads going on. If you're not out this weekend, go then out. yeah, sort yourself out. Go out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll enjoy yourself. If you're listening to this on the Thursday, yeah, Phil Jackson's going on tonight. Um, and also, there's so much going on this weekend. If you listen to the past, you know, past this weekend, then wow, you're in the future, man. man. You're in the great beyond. Yeah. Let us know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah let us know in the comments. Uh, if you've got bingo as well, please let us know because we'll rank you a jingo. Yeah, a bingo jingo. A bingo jingo. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, follow us on the Facebooks. Follow us on the on on the uh, on YouTube. So subscribe things. Follow Andy. She's also a teacher. So What's if, your you wanna, if you want to sing as well as she at does, Andy Hoppy. At yeah, Hondi yeah. Appy. <laughs> Not a thing. Or Andy Hope Good Musician on the Facebook. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, Find good. like thumbs up and all of that. Yeah, yeah. real likes. Real likes. I'm not yeah, pay you. yeah, yeah. We don't accept likes from robots. So. Um, so yeah thank you very much for listening to us guys it's been a wonderful little chat thank you for coming in Andy yeah, last minute yeah, um, let's play some music from Cover Your uh, from uh, Telling Truths this track is called Cover Your Tracks it's available on iTunes Spotify and everything like that three part harmony it. bye yes mate bye yeah <laughs>